Good morning. Is there anyone out there? Yes, amen. amen. <laughs> Did everybody wake up all right this morning? Hallelujah. Yes. Did you wake up with Jesus on your mind? That's right. Amen. Amen. God. But God, we just come to you right now. We thank you that you are worthy of our praise. God, we thank you that you are worthy of our love. You are worthy of our utmost. And God, we just pray that our worship would bless you this morning, that our singing and our, our raising of our hands or clapping, Lord, or just standing in your presence or even sitting in your presence, God, that we would bless you, God. I pray that you have your way in the sanctuary, have your way in our lives, God, that you would move in a mighty way. Lord, I pray that your anointing would be all over the word this morning as Pastor Steve brings your word. Pray that it penetrates our hearts, God, and provokes us to think and, and to draw closer to you, God. We just thank you for all that you do, God. You are so good. You're good all the time, God. We love you so very much. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.
God loves you, amen. Hallelujah. 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 I just want to ask those that need to be strengthened today, if you would, just stand where you are, amen. Hallelujah. If you come in the house today and you're liking a little bit of oomph or a little bit of something going on with you, just want you to stand this morning, hallelujah. The Lord's put it on my heart to pray for your strength today. I don't really know what you have need of, but God definitely knows what you have need of. Amen. And we're just going to pray that God strengthens you today. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you, Lord. And Lord, you see those that are standing before you right now. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we lift up each and every one of them right now in Jesus' name. And Lord, we thank you for ministering to their heart. We thank you for ministering strength to them, oh God. Lord, whether it's a physical need or a spiritual need, Lord, we ask that you would humbly move upon that situation right now in their lives in Jesus' name. We thank you and we praise you, oh God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. We praise your holy name, that name that is above every name for ministering strength to the people right now in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, mighty King. Thank you, mighty King. Receive right now in the name of Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Oh, Holy Ghost, you're not limited. Amen. You're not limited. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We pray, O oh Lord, that you would strengthen them, hallelujah, with might and power of your spirit in their spirit man. Strengthen their spirit man right now. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we praise you. Mm. The one whom is able to do exceedingly abundantly above, hallelujah, in their lives right now. Strengthen them, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Begin to raise your hands, if you would, to the Lord right now. Those of you that are standing, just raise your hands to the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, you see those that are raising their hands as an act of faith, an act of receiving from you right now in the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you for giving that good and perfect work to them right now. In Jesus' mighty name, we thank you for glorifying yourself. Hallelujah. Praise you, mighty God. Holy, holy is the King. Receive right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Say this after me, if you would, those of you that are standing. Father, I believe and I receive every good and perfect work from above manifesting in my life. I receive your strength today, right now. In Jesus' name, I receive. Amen. Praise God. You may be seated this morning. Amen. <coughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. God is good. Can you say amen? Somebody said all the time. Is that right? All the time. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless you, Jesus. Bless you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. And all that is within me. That's right, Roy. Amen. Hallelujah. 
glory to the King. Glory, glory. I don't know about you, but I'm glad to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. I'm glad to be around brothers and sisters of like faith. Amen. Brothers and sisters that can encourage me. Amen. Hallelujah. They can lift me up to the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, when I'm weak, he's strong. Amen. His strength is revealed in my weakness. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul. God is so good, church. God is so good. Hallelujah. He's not left you alone. I know we're faced with a lot in this life, and it just seems like that um, things we're faced with, it just seems like it, 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 it escalates sometimes. I know I'm not talking about any of you all, but I'm just talking about me. Amen. But I know with you all too, it seems like it just escalates in our lives. Amen. Hallelujah. When the enemy escalates, that's when our God elevates. Woo! I don't know if I've heard that before or not, but that sounded awful good, didn't it, Pastor? When the enemy escalates, that's when our God elevates. I like that. Somebody else said that. Have I heard that somewhere? I, maybe I just heard that in my spirit. I like that. We need to make sure of that, Terry. When the enemy elevates, that's when our God escalates. Woo! Just think about that for a minute. You know, that's what His grace does for us. His grace takes us beyond what we could ever do. Now, y'all ain't getting this. When we can do no more, his grace is there amongst us, within us, and applied to us when we're trying to do the very best we can do. But when our very best just simply ceases or is not enough, His grace, amen, carries us on. His grace takes us further than what we can take ourselves, amen. You see how He kind of just removes your ability out of the equation? You think about that for a minute and feel that pressure come off your shoulders. You ain't got to carry no pressure, amen. That's the way the enemy escalates. It's trying to place more on you so that you carry it and it begins to drag you down and it begins to make your load get heavy, amen. But when you've done all to stand, the word says to stand therefore. Amen. How are we able to stand when we've done all that we could do to stand? By his love, mercy, and grace that moves us further and beyond what we could ever imagine or think ourselves. Amen. Amen. Oh, that's good. That's good. Amen. That's a word for somebody today. Hallelujah. Oh, I receive that myself. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm just trying to follow the Lord. Is that okay? Hallelujah. Praise you, mighty King. We praise you. Father, we bless your name. That name that is truly above every name, Jesus. That name of Jesus. 
that has already overcome every other named thing in our lives. We bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, what a presence in the house today, church. Ooh. Will you drink this morning? Will you drink of the Lord this morning? ourselves to you, Lord. We surrender to you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. just a sweet presence in this house today. I know that some of you came in needing something, but I believe you've already received it. Amen. And if you have, you just begin to praise the Lord and thank Him for it. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm. God is still on the throne. God has not left you. He has not forsaken you. That's his word, and his word is truth. Amen. We bind the lies of the enemy that would tell you where is your God. Our God is on the throne, and our Jesus is seated at his right hand, making intercession for the saints of God. And the spirit of the living God is in this earth dwelling within our temple, amen, and going to and fro throughout the earth convicting men of sin, amen. Our God is still with us. He's not forsaken us. He's not forsaken us. He's not left you alone. You don't have to live this life alone. The enemy's convinced too many that they have to live this life alone. Mm. In Jesus' name, I curse the strategy of the enemy. Right now, in the name of Jesus, telling people that they have to live this life alone. I curse that strategy in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. We love you. We bless you. We thank you, mighty King. Bless you, Jesus. Church, just close your eyes if you would for a minute. Hallelujah. Thank you, mighty King. Thank you, mighty King. We love you, Lord. Yes, we love you. We love you, mighty Jesus. We love you. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I thank you for touching the hearts of your people right now. I thank you, Lord, for that spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you being released to your people right now. In Jesus' name. Mm. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, I call forth every family to come into alignment with your word. Family where children have been raised in the ways of the Lord, I call them to come into alignment, not only with families, but into alignment with your word. And your word says, train up a child in the way that they should go. And when they're old, they will not depart from it. And I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name, that children are coming back into the household of faith right now in Jesus' name. Father, in the name of Jesus, I call forth an end to their prodigal son moment that they are experiencing in this life in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for your power, your spirit of power moving upon their hearts right now, dealing with them, convicting them of sin, and calling them back. The same way that the prodigal son came to himself, so shall they come to themselves right now in Jesus' name. We just thank you in advance, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Families are important, Lord. Families are important, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Bless God. Bless you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. God is so good. Amen. Amen. Can we give God a great big hand clap this morning? Lord, we love you. We appreciate you. We thank you. Hallelujah. Bless you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, praise and worship team. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you blessed to have such a wonderful praise and worship team? Mm. Amen. You know, it's all right to give them a hand clap. Thank you, guys. We love you. We appreciate you. Amen. Praise the Lord. God is so good. Amen. Somebody got a quick testimony they'd like to share this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Sister Joyce. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Anybody else got a quick testimony you'd like to share? Amen. Praise the Lord. Miss Donna. We actually, um, as far as Trevor's adoption, we're in the process of it. Both parents signed off, releasing all custody, all any, well, not custody, but terminating both their rights. So we're in the final process of adoption. Praise God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's just so amazing how that, that, that's just flowing, you all. God is just opening doors, and it's just, shoo. The one and only home visit from the cabinet social worker. It's supposed to be Tuesday. And after that, he reports back to the courts, and we should be able to request the final hearing. That's it. Wow. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Anybody else got a testimony they'd like to share? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. God is so good. Can you say amen? amen. That's about three times I've asked you all that. Yes. 
<laughs> Don't pay any attention to me. I'll just keep on asking. Amen. You all keep answering. I'll keep asking. Amen. Turn with me, if you would, this morning over to Luke chapter 22. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 We're going to get into a little something today. I've taught on this text of Scripture numerous times, and I'm sure that you've heard numerous uh, uh, teachings and 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 preachings on it, amen. Uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful text of Scripture and really uh, from, from teaching God's people uh, in the ways that we should go. And, and this week, whenever I looked at this text of Scripture, something else jumped out to me, amen. And you know, I was reminded actually this morning when I was getting ready, I just said, Lord, your word is just so alive. Amen. He has a great place for an Amen. Amen. I said, your word is just so alive, and it's almost like the word is, is, and somebody might have said this to me once. I don't know, Matt, if you said this to me or, or what, but this came to me this morning when I was thinking about that. It's almost like the word is like, like an onion. I mean, you think about it. You, you take, God gives you a little piece of it, you know, and then there's another layer to it, and he takes you a little bit further and deeper into it. You go back to the same text of scripture, and then he just takes off another layer of it and takes you a little bit further and deeper into his word. Amen. But you know, that's what makes his word alive. Isn't that right? Wayland, say, hey. Say, hey, Pastor Steve. Amen. He, he, he's, he's my rooter right there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But the word is alive. Amen. And anytime you look at a text of scripture, God can bring out to you whatever he wants. That's him releasing that spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him to us, his people. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And I believe over the last almost year now, God has been releasing significant revelation uh, at least to me, to many of you, amen, and you're going to have an opportunity to share what God's been releasing to you. Uh, but today in this particular text of Scripture, he took me a little bit deeper. He peeled off one of those layers, amen, and, and um, I really believe that it was a timing factor to share it with this house. So as we go into the message today, I want us to understand, God is a spirit. The word says, God is a spirit. They that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen. That's what the word says. Amen. So I want to talk about uh, uh, just for a little bit, really this morning, the whole thing practically uh, is talking about that spiritual realm or uh, dimension. You're hearing me say those words a lot, spiritual realm or spiritual dimension. Some of you in the last year have had things happen you and you haven't really understood them and you know really i haven't understood them amen but god is releasing revelation knowledge that we can understand them amen and you know i keep praying you know lord you've got to bring these words about because i i want i want god's word to be applicable to our lives <clears throat> i want us to be able to live our daily life with god's word and founded upon god's word amen so we're, we want to talk about that spiritual realm or dimension. Now, realm in the, most of the times, uh, realm in, in the dictionary, it means like a kingdom or a sphere, S-P-H-E-R-E. -E. I want you to remember kingdom, realm, and associate that with kingdom, kingdom, okay? Uh, dimension is really, uh, when I've studied it, it's kind of like dimensions are kind of like measurements is what I see most of, amen? But what's in my heart when I'm thinking of dimension is like a space. So measurement makes a space. 
or space equals a measurement. But when I'm talking about dimension, I want you to realize a space. So realm is a kingdom or sphere, or dimension is a space. Amen. So when you hear me say those two words, that's what I want you to, uh, to think about, kingdom or a space. Amen. So we've got to understand, God's people have got to start to understand. We said it just a few minutes ago, the enemy is escalating. He's escalating in this earth. And the reason he's escalating is because he knows that he's one day closer to the end of time than what he was yesterday. Now, you think about this. I'm 58 years old. I got saved when I was nine years old in the 70s after watching those end time movies. We've talked about that before. So let's say that was 78. What, what's, what year is this? 24 uh, let's say it was 74. Yeah, that, that would have been nine years old. Okay, so it had to be 74. So how many years ago was that? About almost 50, right? 50. 50 years, is that right? So 50 years ago. So you think about this for a minute. We've seen a lot happen in that 50 years. But the enemy knows that he's 50 years closer to the end of time than the, the evening, that Sunday evening that I got saved. Okay, let's go to your life, whatever it is, 60, 70, 20, whatever the case might be. The enemy knows that he's that many years closer to the end of time, to him being dealt with. There's going to come a time when he's going to be thrown in, in that lake of fire, amen. There's going to come a time when he's going to be bound for a thousand years before he's loosed for a short season. Then he's thrown into the lake of fire for all eternity, amen. Hallelujah. Well, the enemy knows that he's getting closer to that point in history, that place in time, amen. Hallelujah. So I want you to understand where he's coming from. So you all know this, and, and this, I'm... I'm was going to lay this out in my message anyway, but you all know this. Uh, most of you probably better than I do. Amen. You, you, you've got to understand where the enemy's coming from and the timing of this particular scripture. So let me, let me just pray and bless the message because, I, man, I'm just trying to run when I'm supposed to be walking. <laughs> praise the Lord. Let's pray. Father, we thank you and we praise you, Lord, for this word. And Father, I just surrender my total being to you. Preach this word today. Teach this word. We do truly thank you for that spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you being released to your people. Make us more like you, Lord. That's why you peel those layers back to your word, is to make us more complete and total like you in Jesus' name. We thank you. We praise you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we just pray for the hearers of the word, Lord God, whether they be here in this house or online, we ask that you would plant it deeply into their hearts, Lord, and we thank you, Lord God, once again for that revelation knowledge and you being released today in Jesus' name. Let the house of the Lord say amen. 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 Praise God. So you got to understand where the enemy comes from and, 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 and what he's trying to do. It's not a new thing, but I do believe he's escalating his thing. Amen. Hallelujah. Even back in the time of when Jesus was walking on the face of the earth, we want to start here in verse 31. The enemy was working. He was working. He was working even on the disciples. And in verse 31, it says, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not, and when thou art converted, strengthen the brethren. Amen. 
So let's be reminded where the devil has, has come from, where he's come from. He, see, he was in the very glories of heaven himself once upon a time. And no, this is not a fictional story because I said once upon a time. At one point in time, he was in heaven himself. And what he did is he took himself and a third part of the angels and rebelled against God. Amen. Rebellion is as a sin of witchcraft. That's why rebellion is so significant to God because the devil himself, when he was an angel in heaven, he went and tried to sit up on the throne of God. He tried to take God's throne over and he, tried, he took a third part of the angels and they rebelled against God to try to take God's throne. Well, God being the creator of all things, amen, and being whom God is, he said, no, 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 you're not going to do that. Look, because of your rebellion, I'm casting you and a third part of the angels that rose up against me to try to sit on my throne. I'm casting you down here to this place that is form and without void, void and without form. There you go. So he cast the devil and a third part of the angels down to the earth, amen. So what took place then you all know about creation. Hallelujah. Uh, you know that, that, that creation came when God created Adam and Eve. Amen. Why did God create Adam and Eve? That he could have fellowship with them. God used to commune in the cool of the evening, I believe the word says, with Adam and Eve. Amen. He would come down and he would commune with them. So he, was, they, he created them to have fellowship with him. Well, then you all know the story. Satan appears to Eve, talks to Eve about the, the fruit, and, and Eve eats of the fruit. Then Eve presents it to Adam, and then Adam eats of the fruit. Well, it was at that point in time right there that death and destruction was introduced into the earth. Okay? Now, look, we, we Christians a lot of times have people in our lives that try to blame everything on God. Right? Okay, you've probably heard this before, but I'm going to go ahead and reiterate it again. Some of you, maybe you haven't. I was talking to a gentleman one time, and, and, and he, you know, I was just trying to minister to him a little bit. And he said, you know, you talk that God thing an awful lot, but let me ask you a question. I just don't know that there is even a God up there. I said, well, okay. You know, there's a lot of people feel that way. I understand that. He said, let me ask you this. If there was a, a God up there, um, why would he let such bad things happen? here on this earth. And for that moment, I told that particular gentleman, I said, usually I'll answer people. But that gentleman, the Lord told me, tell him when he's ready that you'll tell him. This guy's a millionaire. And I told him, I said, look, when you're ready for that answer, you come and you ask me this question again. I've got an answer for your question, but you're not ready to receive that yet. Well, okay. What I'll typically tell people is it wasn't always this way. It was only after death and destruction was introduced into this earth that we started to die. That Adam and Eve started to die. That stuff started happening in the earth. Why? Why? Because we turned our authority over to the enemy. When they ate of that fruit... We turned our authority over to the enemy. But those of you that know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, because of what he did on the cross at Calvary, 
and he rose again, he returned that authority back to you and me. Are y'all getting that? Woo, I just had such chills go through me. Woo, glory to God. Yeah, yeah, that's who we are. Because we believe that Jesus is the Son of God, died on that cross at Calvary, was rose again, amen, and is seated at the right hand of the Father, and we have accepted him as Lord and Savior, that authority that the devil took away with Adam and Eve has been returned to you and me. Because he has taken us and he has seated us in heavenly places in himself. Amen. That's just part of it. Hallelujah. Amen. So the enemy does not want you to know, new life, that you can live a victorious life. In the midst of it all. And let me tell you, I know we, we just have a bunch of all going on in our lives. Well, maybe you don't, but I do. I just got a bunch of all going on in my life. But even in the midst of it all, Jeanette Lynn, hallelujah, we still got authority over the devil, amen. We've got authority over this earth, amen, because he gave Adam and Eve the authority over all the animals of the field even. No wonder we can speak to them clouds when they come up on the farm and we can say that in the name of Jesus that rain's got to hold back and then the clouds split the farm and went around and came back together over Paris. <laughs> Whoa, you remember that day? We's in a fish fry or a picnic or something, amen. You remember Pastor Mark? Oh, we seen the clouds coming from Georgetown. We all began to pray. They went around the farm and then come back together over Paris. If Jesus can speak to the elements, amen, that he has authority over, you can speak to the elements, amen, because he's given you authority over it. Amen. Woo! I don't know about you, but that excites me. Amen. On the inside, I'm jumping up and down. <laughs> oh, praise God. Church, whoo. Oh, Lord, help us. <sighs> Roy, there's just more. <laughs> more and more, hallelujah, in Christ Jesus. We can live a victorious life. The enemy don't want us to believe in that, but what's taking place in our lives right now is part of us discovering that, amen. So Satan appeared to Adam and Eve. He did his thing, and we've already talked about a bunch of that, Amen. Uh, hallelujah. So what I want you to understand is Satan is in the earth operating after his fall from heaven. That's why I said the last 10 minutes. He's in the earth operating after his fall from heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. But remember, we as Christians, we have authority over all the power of the enemy is what the word says. All we got to do is learn how to exercise it. Amen? And we're not going to exercise it from a natural mindset. We're going to exercise it from the spirit man, which resides right in here. Remember, we're seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So how can I be standing right here in front of you? You see me naturally, and yet at the same time be seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So it's kind of like I'm standing here in front of you. I'm grabbing a drink of water because my mouth is dry. 
I'm drinking it. It's going down my body. I feel it going down. That's too much information, but that's okay. Amen. Hallelujah. So I'm standing here in the natural. I'm in this natural dimension. I'm in this natural realm, kingdom, remember. I'm in this natural realm, but yet I'm also standing in a spiritual realm because inside of me is a spirit man. The Lord says whenever you die in this world that, the, that your body is going to return to the dust of the earth from which it came, and, but the spirit man is going to return to God who gave it. I think it's Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 7. So we have a spirit person inside of us. Amen. So we're in two places at the same time. We're in two dimensions at the same time. We're in two realms at the same time. The Christian's problem, my problem for decades has been, I'm trying to walk in a spiritual realm in a natural way. And that won't work. Okay. But, 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 you know, we just do what we've known to do. All of that's okay. Amen. All that's okay. Amen. But what God is setting new life up for is an understanding, hey, I know you're here in the natural, but I also know you're here in the spiritual, and I want you operating from the spiritual because the things that I've already done and completed in the spiritual, I want to manifest in, in the natural. We've been saying that for months. God's laying the work for it now. Amen? Everybody get that and understand that. I don't know about you, but that's a good word, and that blesses me. But I'm going to tell you something. The Lord's been about nine or ten months changing my mindset on what I just said. So you all need to hear this word. Even if you go back to YouTube or Facebook and you listen to this word again, you need to hear this word over and over. The coming weeks, whenever God decides, I mean, he may interrupt here or there, but we're going to follow the Lord. When he says preach a message like this, we're going to preach it. When he says preach some other message, we're going to preach that. Amen. Praise the Lord. We're just going to follow the lead of the Lord with the understanding that God is changing our mindset. We are not doing this alone. It's time we stop trying to do it alone. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm carrying on a little too long on that. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So I want you to understand Satan is still operating in today just like he was here with Peter. So let's go back and dig into the meat of this just for a few minutes. Amen. He says here in verse 31 in chapter 22, he says, the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. Amen. So Jesus is talking to Peter, and he says, Behold, Satan has desired to have you. Well, when I read that the other day, something else jumped out in my spirit. Amen. I don't believe Satan was standing right there on the street with Jesus uh, whenever <clears throat> Jesus told Peter about this. I believe Jesus saw into the spirit realm, and he saw Satan's activity that he desired to have Peter, that he may sift Peter as wheat. Amen. So Jesus might have been on the street, uh, but he saw in that spirit dimension what was going on. You can see into the spirit dimension what's happening in your life. Now y'all are thinking, Steve, you're really weird now. I don't know if I'll come back or not. I hope you don't do that because God's got some real fresh manna to give this house. 
You can see into that spirit dimension, amen, to see what's going on in your life, just like Jesus saw into the spirit realm right here, and he saw that Satan desired to have Peter, that he may sift Peter as wheat, amen. So let me go on and explain this just a little bit, amen. So the Greek word for desired here, it means to demand for a trial, to demand for a trial. So Satan, amen, was actually beginning to demand that he have Peter for a trial. Hallelujah. Oh, this is going somewhere. Amen. The Greek word here, uh, or this particular Greek word comes from a word that means to ask, beg, desire, or require. To ask, beg, desire, or require. So Satan wanted Peter pretty bad, it sounds like to me. Think about what he was about to uproot or what he was trying to uproot. If he could get Peter off the beaten track and sift him as wheat, look at all the works that Peter did. Part of the New Testament that he wrote that, he, that Satan would have uprooted. So you got stuff coming against you. Satan's just trying to stop your future because he knows what's in your future. He knows what God wants you to be doing. Amen. Jeanette, honey, that's why we're faced with such, such uh, trial and adversity. And we keep on keeping on. Glory to God. Amen. Because the devil knows, brother, what God wants us to do. And if he can sift us as wheat and get us off the beaten track, that's what he's going to try to do. But greater is he that is in you and me than he that is in the world. Amen. Praise God. So Satan wanted Peter pretty bad to the point of where he's asking and begging or where his asking and begging was turning into a demand for Peter. I can see him right now going up and asking the father, just like over Job, you know, God asked, asked, asked Satan, where you been, Satan? I've been going to and fro throughout the earth. Uh, have you tried my servant? Job? Them two's talking, man. Come on now. They're having a conversation in heaven. Think about that. The devil and God's having a conversation in heaven, and God done it already through him and the third party of the angels to the earth. But still, yet they're talking to each other, having a conversation. Well, have you tried my servant, Job? Well, you keep him protected all the time. What am I, how am I going to do any good with him? Oh, well, you go ahead and try him, but you can't touch his life. They're conversing. Wow. I get that, Lord. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. <laughs> so Satan wanted Peter that he may put Peter on trial, that Peter may be sifted as wheat. Now, the term sift here in the Greek means to riddle by inward agitation to try one's faith to the verge of overthrow. That's why sometimes with, with us, it gets so, so just, man, sometimes it feels like there's a ringing going on. I, well, I don't know about y'all, but I know sometimes with me, I feel like I'm being wrung out because the devil's trying to overthrow my faith. He's trying to kill my faith. Amen. But now we ain't going to let him kill our faith, are we, Dora? 
We're going to stand strong in Christ Jesus, trusting the word, amen. Trusting that our God is able to take care of him and has already took care of him. Remember, we're fighting from victory in this house. There ain't no more having to go to the battleground because Jesus has already been to the battleground and already has won the victory over the devil. We're going to fight from that victory, amen. All we got to do is remind the devil, devil, you're a defeated foe. That's how you fight from victory. Now, now, I know we can get into other teachings on fighting battles and stuff like that, and I know battles are talked about in the Word, amen, but I look at the battle. What, what did the Apostle Paul do when him and was it Philip that was in jail? What did they do? Did they go and fight from the battleground, the devil, or they began to sing praises to their God? They knew that their God had already conquered the devil. They knew that Jesus had already won the victory. So you see, we've got to quit fighting the battle by... Now, y'all know I love you. I'm talking to myself. We got to quit fighting the battle by being consumed by the battle. Come on now. We got to begin to be consumed by the things we see in the word like Paul and Philip did. They began to sing praises to their God. They were fighting their situation in that prison from victory by singing praises to God, worshiping God. And what happened? The doors came open. God sent, didn't, didn't God send an angel there? I believe at one point. Amen. I believe that's the one. Amen. Praise God. And, and the, the jailer's whole household got saved. Man, you think that ain't something manifesting in the natural out of the spiritual? How'd they do that? How'd that happen? Because they fought that battle from victory. Amen. All right. That's another message. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Y'all getting something out of this today? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the term sif means to riddle by an inward agitation to try one's faith to the verge of overthrow. To this point, Satan had no right to have Peter. <coughs> to this point, Satan had no right to have Peter. Peter did not give Satan any right to have him, even though Satan desired him. We cannot give Satan any right or ability to have an effect on our lives, church. How do we do that, Steve? We stay away from sin, transgression, amen, and iniquity in our lives. Now, I don't know about you, you it's between you and God, but for me, sometimes that's hard to do because I'm still encapsulated in this flesh, and sometimes I make stupid decisions that can even lead to sin in my life. When I, ha when I have sin in my life, that's when I open the door for the enemy to come in and to have an impact on my life. Nobody said amen there. That's okay. We're just getting real because we're having life applications taught to us right now. So we, we strive our best to, to stay away from sin, iniquity, and transgressions in our lives. Amen. We'll talk more about that at a later time because it helps us to walk more like Christ in this earth and to do our part. Remember, amen, what we can't do, he does, and his love, mercy, and grace carries us on and beyond. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So Jesus was warning Peter of what he was seeing in the spirit dimension. Jesus, these two verses, verse 31 here, Jesus began to warn Peter. Peter, you know, look, behold, Satan, he desires you that he may sift you as wheat, so you need to be careful. Amen. So Jesus was warning Peter of what he was seeing in the spirit dimension. Hallelujah. So then Jesus speaks 32 to Peter. Verse 32 says, but I have prayed for you 
that your faith fail not. Amen. I have prayed for you. The term for fail there in the Greek is cease. I have prayed for you that your faith cease not. Amen. Now, this is another message which we've preached before, but maybe we'll back up and touch on it some other time. Amen. So what is it that we see Satan doing? Satan in the spirit mentioned is desiring people that he can put on trial to overthrow their faith in God. Satan's in the spirit dimension, desiring God's people. He's already got the unsaved, so he focuses on the saved. So he's in the spirit dimension, that spirit realm, seeking God's people, amen, that he can put on trial or bring trials and adversities into their lives to overthrow their faith, amen. So let's look over here, Peter, uh, 1 Peter 5, uh, verse 8. So this is what Satan's doing. He's going to and fro throughout the earth, trying to devour God's people, right? Okay. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 says, be sober, be vigilant. That term vigilant there in the Greek means to keep awake or to watch. Watch. Be sober or watch. Because your adversary, the devil, who's our adversary? The devil. Satan is our adversary, amen. As a roaring lion, he's walking about seeking whom he may devour. Church, the devil wants to devour you. He wants to devour everything about you. He wants to devour everything about your families, anything he can do to get you. But don't worry. Don't worry about it. Just utilize your authority that he's given you, that God's given you over the enemy. Amen. Praise God. Just remember, God's given you the authority, hallelujah, over the devil. And verse 9 says, whom resist steadfast in the faith. Amen. So it's our job to resist the devil in the faith. Amen. It's the devil's job to break down our faith that our faith would cease or fail, amen, just like what he was going to try to do with Peter, amen. So the things we face, don't be surprised by them because we're going to be faced with them because everybody is according to what we're getting ready to hear in just a moment, amen. But just know this and be encouraged. Greater is he that is in you and me than he that is in the world and that same one that died on the cross has given us authority over all the power of the enemy, so it doesn't matter what the enemy brings into our lives. We can overcome that thing because Jesus has already overcome him. Glory to God. Amen. Woo! I'm jumping inside. Ha! Ah, praise the Lord. Amen. Bless God. Amen. This is good stuff, you all. I'm, I'm having a great time. <laughs> praise the Lord. Praise God. Amen. So verse... Uh, Verse 9, whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Amen. Verse 10 says, but the God of all grace who hath called us unto eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that you have suffered a while, he makes you perfect or complete. Amen. He establishes you, he strengthens you, and he settles you. If you hold on and keep trusting Jesus, your moment of being strengthened is going to arrive for you. I promise you, it's God's promise. It's not Steve's promise. It's God's promise. And God's promises are yea and amen. Can you say amen? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So let's take a quick look at verse 9 here. There's something here that I uh, just wanted to, to bring out. Verse 9 says, Whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions, 
knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren, in your brethren that are accomplished in the world. Those afflictions that affect the believer have a natural manifestation. We, we need to catch this. He says, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren, in your brethren, that's the church, that's the body of Christ, that are in the world. So the afflictions that affect the believer, they have a natural manifestation. We're going we're going to go backwards is what we're going to do, but in a good way. So we judge the thing that's going on in our lives, the affliction. We judge it from a spiritual realm or spiritual perspective, amen, based on the word, and we apply the word to that natural manifestation. We've been too many decades judging it through our eye gate, dealing with it through our mind gate, if you will, amen. And now what God's saying is, look, the things that you're afflicted with, you know, they're, they're common natural things that everybody is afflicted with. But what I want you to understand, amen, is that you're going to begin to deal with it from a spiritual realm so that it's taken care of in your life. You know what I'm seeing, you all? This is really what I'm seeing. This is what I'm seeing, Roy. I'm seeing when we're faced with certain things, and brother, this is going to change lives. This is going to be the arrival of the fire of the Holy Ghost like we have never seen. Amen. I'm seeing when, when Steve's walking down the street and all of a sudden, all of a sudden he's affected with something, it's, there's a natural manifestation. I'd like to have an example, Lord. Mm. There's a natural manifestation that's affecting me. Hallelujah. But I deal with it from my spiritual realm where I'm seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus that I affect that natural manifestation. Okay. Give me an example, Lord. You know, I'm not that politically correct. I'm sorry, but I'm not. Okay, so I'm... We see a lot of things that are manifesting in this world right now that we didn't see 20 or 30 years ago. Well, what God wants to do is he wants to use his people to change somebody's condition, to change somebody's heart, change somebody's life. So when we begin to speak to that somebody from that spirit realm, the life of Christ, the authority of Christ is going to flow into that person's ears and it's going to pierce their heart asunder is what the word says. And then it's going to begin to bring a change in their lives. That's what I'm looking forward to seeing. Amen. And I'm not seeing that right now. Oh, I see glimpses, you know, just morsels here or there. But I'm looking for a power. I'm looking for the, 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 the beggar. Was it a beggar at the gate of beautiful or whatever it was? Was he a beggar? And, and he reached up and, and, and he was collecting alms. And, and it was Peter and somebody else, wasn't it? Peter and John. They were walking by, and the beggar said, hey, have you got anything for me? And Peter said, silver and gold have I. The guy couldn't walk. Silver and gold have I none, but that which I have in the name of Jesus, rise and walk. And he rose and walked. You know, that's for us today. Huh? It, it's okay, you all. That's for us today. That's where this is taking us, I believe, with all my heart. Okay. Time will prove it out. Amen. Hallelujah. 
God wants us to quit fixating on the natural manifestation and look for the spiritual answer that he's already put in place before time. To release it into that natural manifestation in that situation to see it change. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right, that's all we'll say on that. Let's wrap this up today. Amen. Praise God. Is it warm in here or is it just me? Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Maybe it's the fire of the Holy Ghost showing up. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Oh, I got so many pages here. I done got lost. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. So Satan's desiring of God's people is happening in the spiritual dimension. Okay? His desiring of God's people is happening in the spiritual dimension. Now, we may see manifestations in the natural dimension or realm, but that manifestation is rooted in the spiritual realm. So it's in the spirit realm first. And it, the natural manifestation, that is designed to overthrow your faith in God. Look at the result of it. Amen? Okay, Lord, if, if, if I allow this to continue in my life, what's the result? Where do I end up? So we stop it right there. Amen? Praise the Lord. I'm not the world's best at doing that. I'll just be honest with you. This is still, I'm, I'm still a work in process. Amen? Praise the Lord. So let's look at Peter's natural manifestation real quick. Amen. So quickly, we want to turn over to verse 34, uh, Luke chapter 22. And it says, and he said, I tell thee, Peter, the cock shall not crow this day before that thou shalt deny me three times. You all know the story better than I do. You turn over to verse 54, we see part of the story. Uh, it's whenever they took Jesus and, and they arrested him and they took him. Uh, Peter was out with some people in verse 54. Uh, Peter followed him. Uh, he was out with some people. They were around a fire and a woman, uh, Peter actually, it says that in verse 55 that Peter sat down among them. In verse 56 says, but a certain maid uh, beheld him as he sat by the fire and earnestly looked upon him and said, this man was also with him. And then Peter denied that he was with him. Peter denied Christ right there. And then after, a little, after that, a little while longer uh, had gone by, and uh, one of them said, well, thou art of them also. And Peter said, man, I am not. I'm not part of that group. And then you all know the story. The third time it came around, somebody else said, yeah, you're a Galilean. I know that you was with him. And, and Peter said, man, I don't know what you're talking about. And I was not with him. And then in verse 60, it says, and immediately while he yet spake, the cock crowed. So Peter's manifestation of what Satan started by desiring to sift him as wheat was the denial of Jesus Christ three times. So would it be safe to say that sin entered into his life by denying Christ, deny me before men and I'll deny you before my father. So what was Peter's end result if Peter didn't get it taken care of? <laughs> Peter wouldn't have had that same life, but I also believe Peter's eternity would have been in hell. I believe that's what the word's saying. So here in verse 61, it says, And the Lord turned and looked upon Peter, and Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he said, Before the cock crows, of thou shalt deny me three times. And Peter uh, went out, and Peter wept bitterly. I believe that part of verse 62 is whenever Peter went out and he repented of his denial of Jesus Christ. 
Church, things happen in our lives. Sin, iniquity, and transgressions. It just, you know, unfortunately sometimes happen in our lives. Amen. Do not leave it unattended. Deal with it right then. If I make a mistake, I deal with it right then. Now, I ain't perfect. I make mistakes. But I thank my God for his grace, love, and mercy. Amen. Hallelujah. But I encourage you, if you make a mistake or sin enters in your life somehow, if God convicts you of something, you get before the Lord and say, Father, forgive me in Jesus' name. I thank you for the blood being applied. As simple as that, isn't it? It's as simple as that, isn't it? I know there was a time in my life where I would just beat myself up to no end. I'd do something wasn't right, you know, and I knew it was wrong, shouldn't have done it. And, man, I just beat myself up to no end. Finally, I grew beyond that. Started to understand God's grace a little bit more in my life. Still didn't mean I was perfect. Still didn't mean I didn't make no mistakes. And even to this day, I have my moments where I have to say, Lord, please forgive me of that. I shouldn't have done it. But you know what I've learned? His grace is so sufficient, Roy. You move on. What did Peter do? Peter went out. He wept bitterly. That was part of his repentance. But here in verse 32, Peter's prophetic future, his prophetic future, Jesus spoke in 32. But I prayed for you that thy faith fail not. And when thou hast been converted... When thou hast been converted, to convert is to come again or is to turn, return or, or turn about, turn again. So Peter, his status was moved somewhere, and then he was converted and came back. Okay? Jesus said, when thou art converted, strengthen the brethren. Strengthen the brethren. He was the one that preached in 3,000 souls, wasn't it? Was saved after the, or on the day of Pentecost? Strengthen the brethren. What the enemy don't want us to do is he wants those manifestations in our lives to damage us, to bring us into turmoil, for us to hold on to them. We don't have to do that. Jesus' death on the cross was sufficient. So even though if we do something in this life and some kind of manifestation because of our choices or decisions take place, Lord, I shouldn't have done that. Forgive me. I thank you for your grace that is sufficient for me. And Lord, help me to turn and go into my future. Peter turned and went into his future. We can turn and go into our futures as well. Amen? The devil don't want us operating that way. He wants us to give up and he wants us to die. He wants us to go on and, and just... Forget about Christ and, and everything that God's promised us. That's what he's supposed to do. That's his job. That's how he gets back at God. It's to try to harm or hurt one of God's children. But God's already made a way for us. Amen? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So Peter didn't stay defeated. He went and repented. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Satan don't want you to do this. He doesn't want you to go into repentance so you can move forward. Um, 
He does not want you to be converted. He does not want you to repent of your sin. Amen. And yeah, Lord, you done preached the rest of it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Strengthen your brethren. Strengthen your brethren. So we touched on something today that we, a little bit more depth than we had touched on. Spiritual versus natural. Let your mind start thinking about the spiritual and natural. More than that, start getting in your word and looking at it. Because if all we do is just think about it, we're not going to arrive at the place where God wants us to without going to the word. And what I'm finding is that as the Lord gives me something, I'm digging into his word to test it in the word. The things that I say up here, you all test it and see if it's of the Lord. Amen. Let's bow our head this afternoon. Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you for your goodness. We thank you for this word, Lord God. And Father, we thank you that in Christ Jesus, we are victorious. Father, I'm not belittling anything that any of us go through. I know it's significant to all of us, Lord. But Lord, we're not surprised that we go through various trials and adversities in our lives. But Father, we just thank you and praise you that you've already made a way of escape. And, and, and Lord, in Christ Jesus, we are able to do exceedingly abundantly above. We are able to be victorious and live life victoriously, Lord, in Jesus' name. Now, Father, we thank you once again for that revelation on the spiritual versus the natural of being revealed to us, Lord God. And we just trust you to take us further and deeper into that, Lord, as you're wanting to do certain things in this earth. And we accept that, Lord God. We accept that call. We accept that selection. And we accept that being chosen to do those things. But Lord, we know it's not in our strength, our, our own power. We know it's in the power of your spirit according to your word. We give you the glory and the honor and the things we do, we want to do to glorify you, O oh God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Praise the Lord. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Have you received something from the word today? Amen. Keep pressing on, church. Keep hanging on. God's got you back. If God be for us, who can be against us? Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Just a couple of quick announcements. Amen. Before we close in prayer. <clears throat> also, we're going to pray for a few people as we're closing. Amen. Um, and so if you have a prayer request, we'll take that here in just a moment. Uh, want to thank you once again for your tithes and offerings. Today is Building Fund Sunday. So if you're here and you want to give an offering to the Building Fund, uh, the bucket is there in the back. Amen. Uh, if you're interested in being a part of the greeters ministry, please see myself or an elder to let us know. Amen. Um, also, um, we're working on getting, um, oh, we're working on getting the room off the foyer cleaned out and ready for use. Uh, please stop by and make sure that there's nothing uh, that you need that's in that room. Amen. Uh, some of us already been moved out to the, the storage building. Uh, we do have a key for the storage building in the office uh, key box, amen. If you ever need to get into the storage building, uh, you can go in there and get that key out of the office. Uh, but we do need to work toward getting that room cleaned up so we can uh, move forward uh, with however it is we're going to be uh, utilizing that room. I'm finding that we need more space. We've got several people wanting to do things, praise the Lord, hallelujah. Uh, but it seems like we need some space to do those things, amen. Praise God. Uh, we're looking at some type of uh, Valentine's banquet in February. There's going to be more coming on that uh, soon and uh, probably next week, hopefully. 
And uh, so uh, please be thinking about that. And remember, things like that that the church does, even though it's a Valentine's banquet, it's a time to bring your spouse. Or, or uh, if you're single, we still want you to come bring friends. Amen. Uh, we can use those things as outreaches, you know, to get people uh, just associated with Christians. Amen. Uh, praise the Lord. Have I forgotten anything, Jeanette? Anybody? Did I forget anything? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you all for your kindness and your goodness. Amen. Uh, just pray for you all the time. And, and I know that you all are praying for me and Jeanette, and we just thank you all for that. Uh, we want to uh, lift up a few uh, people as we pray uh, and dismiss today. Uh, now, Teresa, you said that the grandbaby, Tammy's grandbaby, was, was born recently or... Two weeks ago. Okay, so we need to pray for the grandbaby. Okay. Okay. Anybody else got a prayer request? We're gonna pray for the Gray family. Amen. And uh, also gonna pray for Lynn's knee. Amen. Uh, anybody else have prayer requests? Roy, pray for Phyllis. Anybody else? You said Okay. Anybody else? Steve Kelly. Amen. Anybody else? Amen. Anybody else? Let's let's stand this this afternoon. We'll go to the Lord in prayer. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Remember, if you need anything, don't hesitate to give us a call. Hallelujah. We love you. We appreciate you. So good to see everybody today. Amen. You're a blessing to us. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you and we praise you, Lord, for your goodness in our lives and Lord, as we go throughout this day, let us look for those opportunities to minister, Lord, according to your own will. We thank you and we praise you, Lord, for being led by your spirit as we surrender to the leadership of your spirit, Lord. We just thank you for leading us and guiding us into all truth. Father, we give you the glory and the honor for the things that you're doing in our lives. And, and Lord, right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we just bring into subjection our thoughts we cast down any, any thought, Lord God, that would exalt itself above you. And we, we bring those thoughts into captivity, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you and we praise you, mighty King. Oh, God. Oh, Father. Father, we will not let those things that manifest in our lives dictate to our lives. Lord, we may have to deal with them, but it's for a moment in Christ Jesus. Father, we will let your word move us forward. We will let your word, Lord God, lead and guide us into our future. And we give you the glory and the honor for that in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, we lift these requests up to you right now. Father, we pray for the Gray family. We ask, Lord, that as they go throughout this day and beyond, Lord God, that, that you would wrap your arms of love around them, Father, that that peace that passes all understanding would be extended to them right now. 
because you are doing so. We thank you for love, Lord God, mercy and grace coming up on that family right now in Jesus' mighty name. And Lord, pray for Lynn's knee right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. We thank you for healing moving up on her body right now. We thank you for healing moving into this knee right now, Lord. Lord God, you can, can regrow cartilage, hallelujah. You can regrow uh, bones, Lord God. There's nothing impossible for you. So we turn Lynn over to you. We place her in your care, and we thank you for doing what she has need of that will glorify you, O oh God, in Jesus' mighty name. Now, Lord, we pray for Tammy's grandbaby, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, we pray for this grandbaby right now. No one knows this baby's future like you. Hallelujah. And Father, right now, in Jesus' name, we just thank you for raising this child up in the way this child should go. And Father, we thank you for moving up on this child. And Lord, we curse any strategy, any assignment of the devil where this child is concerned in Jesus' name. And we speak life to this child in the name of Jesus. This child will be okay. This child will live life for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord God, for the future of this child as you grow this child, Lord, in Jesus' name, to be whole, healthy, and living and working for you all the days of its life in the name of Jesus. We give you the glory and the honor, O oh Lord, in Jesus' name. Now, Father, we pray for Phyllis right now. Lord, that Phyllis would walk in your divine direction, Lord. We thank you for divine healing moving up on her body right now. We pray, oh God, that you would just continue to touch her and minister to her. And Roy, we thank you for strengthening them, oh God, in their spirit, man, with might and power right now in Jesus' name. And Father, we thank you for a supernatural touch upon her body that would glorify our God and the kingdom of God in Jesus' name. We just thank you for releasing that gift of healing into her body right now in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we pray for Harry right now. We ask that you would continue, Lord God, to touch him and draw him and minister to him, oh God. You know every good and perfect work that you have destined for him. You know where he is in his life right now. And we thank you for moving upon his physical body, Lord God, and healing his body and touching his soul in the name of Jesus. We thank you for drawing him with the power of your spirit to yourself, oh God. Oh, God, we give you the glory and the honor for Rhonda and, and, and Harry, Lord God. We ask, Lord God, that you continue to minister to the both of them as you bring the both of them together, Lord God, in unity, one mind and one accord. We give you the glory and the honor, O oh Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. As you have set their path in order, God, so shall they walk together down that path in Jesus' name. We thank you and we praise you, O oh Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, we lift Jeremy and Nikki up to you right now. And Father, we just thank you for touching them and drawing them. We thank you, Lord, for ministering to them as you know they have need of, Father. We thank you for their attention, Lord, attention being turned to you in Jesus' name, Lord. We thank you and we praise you. 
Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, devil, I break what you have consumed them with. In the name of Jesus, we stand in the gap for them. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, hallelujah, you cannot touch them. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, we thank you for a changed mindset upon them. And we thank you, Lord, for a pliable heart within them, oh God, that you can do the work that you need to do. In Jesus' name, for, for your glory and their benefit in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we pray for Steve Kelly as well. And right now, Lord, as we lift Steve up to you, we thank you for touching him. We thank you for healing his body. We thank you for watching over him, oh God. Father, he's been through a, a very trying year. Lord God, and here he is with more information, Lord. But Father, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And you are well able to take care of Steve. And we just commit him and turn him over to your care, O oh God. And we thank you for drawing him close to yourself, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, reveal your strength, not only in his heart, but in his physical, natural body as we speak healing to that body right now in Jesus' name. We thank you and we praise you, Lord. We give you the glory and the honor. Fathers, we leave here today. Let us be Christ in this earth. But Lord, beyond, abundantly above and beyond what we ever have been to this point, we thank you and we praise you, mighty Jesus. And let the house of the Lord say amen. amen. God bless you, church. We appreciate you. Amen. Uh, if you have children ages 12 to 17, 12 to 18 years old, uh, Pastor Mark is youth tonight, brother. Youth tonight at 5.30 and every uh, Sunday night, unless you hear differently from Pastor Mark. We appreciate you. Have a great afternoon. Bless you.